0: also go follow your also go <laughs> hi guys my name is maria and welcome to book sluts today's episode is going to be a little different we have a special guest the book that i'm bringing to the mic is hiding in the smoke and we have the author ophelia martinez with us here today hi thanks for having me thank you for joining us Let's go ahead and get started. The first question I wanted to ask you was, at what age did you start writing and what was your first book? Uh,
1: I've always been very artistic, but I actually started out wanting to be a painter. So I was drawing before I was writing. And when I grew up, I realized I have a good eye for art, but not so great at making it. And that's when I switched focus to, to writing because I'm still basically painting a picture, but it's with words this time. So there's a lot of visual kind of um, imagery and that kind of thing that is very visual as to read my stuff and it comes from that. So I think I transitioned into writing in college, uh, at least creative writing. I've always enjoyed writing for school and stuff and I've enjoyed the, the writing classes, but in terms of creative writing, I went to uh, school thinking I was going to be a nurse and halfway through, I'm like, I'm going to major in writing. (laughs) So in terms of creative writing, I was actually in college, which believe it or not, has been over a decade now. So I've been writing for about a decade. My first two books will never see the light of day. They were fantasy, YA Mm -hmm. fantasy. Um, But uh, maybe I'll like, when I'm a lot older and more experienced, I'll tackle them again. Um, they're just really, I think they're, they're a more difficult story than I am a good writer enough to, to write that high concept fantasy. So I put that away and started writing romance. And that's where I felt like, okay, this I think is, is good. And I, I think I can show this to people. So that's where I made that shift to romance. Okay. So what was the first book that you published? The first book I published was Remission. It's a medical romance, steamy medical romance with a Mexican-American doctor and the male main character is a Mexican doctor. So that that was very like kind of brainy, um, kind of um, researchy type of academia style romance. (laughs) That was my debut and it came out in 2021.
0: Sounds good. I'm definitely going to grab a copy. In hiding in the smoke is any part of the book based on any real life experiences? No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Well, um, I, I'll take that back. Um, so
1: this might go into a spoiler a little bit, but um, Addie is based on my niece. So everything Addie does, um, is, she's pretty much my niece. Oh, okay. Uh, so I I incorporated her that way um it's really difficult to say though because I think it's impossible for any author to write something that's completely not part of us so I'm sure there's some of me and Sophia for sure probably some of me and Bren too but I couldn't pinpoint it I mean it's it's not based on any real life
0: anything (laughs) I wish (laughs) which characters do you relate to the most if any you know, they're so bullheaded, both of them, and so stubborn, so I, yeah, I
1: think that was definitely me when I was younger, maybe in my early 20s, I'm now in my 30s, so I I definitely don't identify with that, but, but they're Sophia's in her 20s, so I feel like I identified with her in my 20s a little bit more, that stubbornness and kind of (laughs) mule-headedness, but now, um maybe it's probably still gonna be Carolina one of her best friends um she's the one that's in remission in my debut that's probably the character that's most based out of me still not fully about me but that has the most of me in her
0: yeah are any of the characters your favorite I
1: Mm -hmm. really love Lola um Lola does not have a huge role in hiding in the smoke um, she's book two, yeah, but Lola is um, very young. she' just finished high school, so Lola is in that place of discovering herself and what she wants out of life. so I find that part of life really fun to write about, um, even though I le- left that part, it was really fun to kind of get back into what it was like trying to figure out you know what what you were gonna grow up to be so lola was a lot of fun to write
0: she's Mm -hmm. probably my favorite the next book is about her and one of the members from industry november correct yes yes lola
1: lola and carl are book two and that one is running from the blaze yeah yeah okay i'm I'm gonna
0: read that one for sure too
1: He's, it's more of a, it's very different. All my couples are extremely different, so don't expect the same. Mm-hmm. Lola and Carl are sweeter and gentler. Carl is definitely more of a cinnamon roll and less of an alpha than Bren was, so it's, it's like a completely different book. I get bored writing the same type of character, the same type of story. So even story structure and story arc, completely different in every single book I yeah, read. Yeah, no, that makes um, sense. So um, you'll find it, uh, uh, it, it, it has tragedy and it has angst because I can't not write that, but it's a much gentler, kind of fun, kind of like a deep breath compared to um, Hiding in the Smoke.
0: Is there any celebrities that you were thinking of when you were writing the characters? Like any lookalikes?
1: Okay. Um, lookalikes. Um, I have one for Lola, and I was basing it off of early Shakira when she was she had the blonde curly hair. Oh, okay. So Lola was my lookalike for for Lola or for Shakira. Now the band is very very loosely based on a real life band. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys are not lookalikes except for Bren, the lead singer is a little bit when he was younger the band's a little older the real life band's a little older now mm-hmm. so he's kind of a little bit of a lookalike of the of the main singer of of the real life band i've only had one reader email me asking if it was like they guessed the band and i was like i won't confirm or deny but wink wink cuz i don't wanna get in trouble but oh can um, i say who i thought <laughs> or no
0: you can say who you thought, who but
1: thought. I'm not going to say yes or no. I'll just make a signal or something.
0: I don't know. In my head, I kept picturing the, the lead singer from Mana. That's who I would picture as Bren. I'm probably completely wrong. Oh, um, you're talking about, um, is his name Rafael? Rafa? I don't remember his name. I know they're not German, but I don't know any German bands. That's why.
1: No, no, it's not Mana. That'd be cool. Um, I know I'm. I nod. I, I do a nod to Mana um, when she's looking at the portraits in her bar. She talks about Mana and that list of bands. Yeah. Um, I love Mana. I know they get kind of shit on about not being real rock and roll, but yeah, I think they're rock and roll. Um, they're just OG. But no, it's not Mana. It is. I think with the details in the book, you could probably figure it out and just. Mm know that the other band members look nothing like the the band members and then for adrian i was thinking uh keanu reeves for some reason (laughs) so that that's what i had in my mind when i was writing adrian like a young young keanu reeves
0: um what about sophia
1: i don't have a lookalike for her um i just remember um i i grew up partly in Mexico. I was about 10 when I moved away from Mexico. And I remember one of my very best friends when I was in elementary school in first grade was a Chinese immigrant. So, and she was like the only Chinese student in our class. For some reason, a lot of my classmates thought it was super weird that we would have a Chinese classmate because it was so rare at the time. Yeah, I think this was back in the 90s. But we actually do have quite a lot of immigration to Mexico, including from China. So um, I really wanted to make a, a character who is uh, Mexican, Chinese-Mexican, like uh, Mexican mom, Chinese father. And so I, I I guess it was a little bit of a nod to my very first best friend from Mexico. Oh, OK.
0: I read that you love tequila. Which one's your favorite? Oh, my gosh. That tequila scene.
1: Uh, okay. So chapter 16, I was really worried about because my editor quit. She oh, said, no. this is too much for me. I'm going to skip 16. Can you find an editor for the one chapter? I said, sure. So I was so nervous. I almost took chapter 16 out. Um, and that's when they're in Napa. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I almost took it out. I was like, you know what? I really want it. I think it's important to the couple. So I left it. And I was, like, holding my breath. And when that book came out into the world, it's the tequila scene that everybody talks about. They couldn't care less about Chapter 16. And I'm like, okay, so that's, that's good, I guess. Um, but, yes, I am a tequila girl. I am kind of a parody of, you know, of myself. But I do love tequila. Uh, favorites? Um, for mixing with margaritas and stuff, I like to use La Gritona because it's a female owned, female operated, actually Mexican owned tequila distillery. But um, I wouldn't shoot that straight. Yeah. Um, I would put that in margaritas. And in terms of like actual um, sipping tequila, I hate to say it because it's not Mexican owned, but I do really like a Don Julio Reposado or a Don Julio Añejo. That one's not Mexican. Don Julio is not uh, Mexican owned. I think Jose Cuervo um, is one of the only few that are actually Mexican owned.
0: You said you lived in Mexico when you were younger? I did. So I'm a border kid. I grew up in the
1: Juarez El Paso border. Mm -hmm. So I, I went to school in Mexico until I was about 10. And then I came to the US.
0: Do you go back often or no?
1: Not as much as I'd like to, definitely not in the last couple of years, but I do go back to Juarez to visit. I love going to Juarez. There's not much to do there, but I have a lot of family there and they're like some of the nicest, most beautiful people, most welcoming people and like the best food in the world. So I do love going whenever I can, but I think I do a pilgrimage out to Juarez like once every three or four years.
0: When you go, do you try the Mexican-Mexican tequila?
1: No, I, I, you know, when I go to Juarez, um, because, I mean, there are parts of Juarez that are a little more dangerous still, um, but because I go with just this, like, very family-oriented type of vibe, and we just go maybe for the day, we're just... Hanging out with family, going out to eat with family, doing cookouts, that kind of stuff. So it's a very family-oriented thing. So we don't really go get hammered on tequila. Oh. <laughs> you know, we don't go to party in Juarez, I guess that's
0: what I'm saying. I'm not a tequila person, but for my um my honeymoon, we went to Puerto Vallarta. Which is in Jalisco, Ooh. where they make the tequila. So, they yeah. had a bunch of like spots where they go. They would like offer you free shots of like their wow. tequilas. And they were really good. Like, those you can like sip or like take shots and they're, they're not nasty, they don't burn. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I have this dream of going, like, getting a, a group of girlfriends together and go to Tequila Jalisco mm-hmm. uh, and maybe to like a Vallarta tequila trip. Yeah. And go to Tequila Jalisco with my girlfriends and just get hammered in, in tequila because I and I want to like go to like the distillery and like plant a maguey plant and, and, and do the whole thing, you know? Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be so fun. cool. That sounds fun. So that was your honeymoon, Vallarta. How lucky!
0: Yeah, we went on a cruise, we went to um Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, and Ensenada. Um, I saw that on your website, you have that you have um. Uh, birthday you share it with um sailor moon yes (laughs) i was i was gonna tell you happy belated birthday thank you so
1: sailor moon is like she's why I wanted to become an artist. My entire goal in life as a kid was to grow up to be an artist so I could draw for the cartoon. Of course, by the time I got to college, the cartoon had been canceled. They weren't producing it anymore. Had no interest in drawing other cartoons, just that one. (laughs) So that's why I got started drawing and getting into the art world a little bit. So I love Sailor Moon and she's like the first Kind of feminist cartoon I ever saw. She's yeah. the first time I saw a um, lesbian couple, and it was just totally normal. Um, in the US, they censored it more, and they didn't allow those episodes. But I watched this in Mexico in Spanish, okay. so they they dubbed the all the episodes. You still had the the gay couple. You still had a lot of these episodes that were not never dubbed in English. Um, so Sailor Moon is like, oh, I love her so much. But I feel like I'm Sailor Jupiter. That's, that was my, who I identified with most, but I don't share a birthday with her. So. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Did you watch Sailor Moon first yeah.
0: of Yeah, I, I feel like it's a lot of people's favorite, Sailor Mars, because she was like- Who's I was going to cool? ask if it was going to be Sailor Mars,
1: because you got like the black raven hair, and like you, you gave me Sailor Mars vibes for sure.
0: Yeah, we just um, uh, hung out with the girls and we did a, we were doing karaoke and we did karaoke to the theme song of Sailor Moon. Oh, that's uh, so cool. In Spanish or
1: English? No, in English. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if
1: I remember it in Spanish anymore.
0: All right. uh, Do you have any new and upcoming projects that you wanted to talk about?
1: Yes. um, So uh, at the end of the month... I'm releasing a book called Diagnosis Amor. It's actually a collection of all the books currently published in my medical romance series. So Mm -hmm. think of it like a steamy Latinx Grey's Anatomy. It has two full-length novels and a novella. And um, it has bonus content. So the novella has never been published before. It's an exclusive for my reader club right now. And then an extra bonus chapter from Remission. So it has the extra goodies in it. And that comes out on July 26th. Um, And I'm currently writing the third novel for the the Medical Romance series. And I'm currently also writing Fritz and Erica in in the... uh, in the series we're talking about today in the uh, industrial November. So um, I'm probably going to have at least three more books in each of the series
0: before I wrap them up. How long does it usually take you to write a book? Um,
1: A first draft takes me about a month and a half to two months for first draft. And then it's about another month or two of revisions and sending it out to beta readers. So at this pace, I'm,
2: able to put out about three full books per year okay so is it your full-time job or do you have another job
1: oh god i wish no. <laughs> i have another job i actually do work in the medical field oh. uh, so i have a, a a day job and i do this uh, as a second job it's, an, it's a second full-time job but it's a second job
0: uh i wanted it we call it um we say how how many chiles did the book have and I put from from one to five, I, I would say four for me. Yeah. And I, I like that because it wasn't like where the, because I get frustrated when it's all smut, like all, like, but that was like the perfect, like, because it was the parts that you did right were dirty. And then, but it gave us like a break. It wasn't like the whole thing.
1: To me, and this might be coming from my kind of love of anime a little bit. To me, what's more exciting is the sexual tension and the desire leading up to the sex than the actual sex itself in terms of when I'm consuming media like books or TVs or movies or whatever. So when I write, I definitely tend to lean towards the tension buildup. And when they do have sex, it needs to have some type of meaning for the couple. So it's not gratuitous usually when I write it. That would uh, be, I don't think I've ever done it. If I have, it's probably very rare, but... Um, I just find that that tension that that desire and I feel like that's a big thing in anime if you think about it like when they have a crush and they have these little moments where they blush or they want to touch each other but they don't or and that's like an anime sensibility that I think has crossed over into how I lead up to those scenes. Um, but that's probably my dirtiest book so far Fritz and Erica are gonna get extremely filthy but they're like an extreme hate to lovers so it's all gonna be hate oh. sex in that one um, so it might get a little dirtier but it's all gonna still have meaning for for the for the couple um, I have a question for you um, how did you feel about about Bren
0: I didn't like him but he grows he did grow okay but that's why I'm like, I don't like this guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so with Bren, I um, I knew that I wanted him to have to grow for her. And I think I overcorrected. <laughs> Most people that like hiding in the smoke tend to tell me I love Sophia, but not a lot of people care for Bren. <laughs> so I'm always curious about how people feel. I think if you like a more... A more of a cinnamon roll you'll like Carl better that'll be more up your alley
0: but it worked though in the because like I didn't like him but he he grew like as a person with her yeah and yeah like I warmed up to him yeah good good now. good <laughs> yeah but well, it worked is, with her
1: okay I'm glad you I'm glad you 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 got on on his character arc a little bit um <laughs> But this is really exciting. I'm so thankful that I'm your first. Um, don't forget me when you become famous oh, no. with your Thanks. podcast.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could do another one when I'm less nervous and when we I have it more yeah, you together.
1: Did you did you did great. It was great. Mm-hmm. You know, we all start off somewhere. Um our firsts are not always what we want them to be. And sometimes they're better than we imagined they could be. So you never know.
0: Yeah. Okay. I did want to ask you if you're reading anything right now and, or what is your favorite book? Like by genre or, (laughs) or
1: or let's, yeah, let's by romance. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just finished reading After Hours on Milagro Street by Angelina M. Lopez. It's such, she's a Chicana author. She's my absolute favorite romance author of like all time. She writes, um, I don't like to call them unlikable women. I like to call them prickly women. So a lot of readers um, sometimes don't like her female main characters, but really they just act like men do in romances. So they're like really empowered women that take what they want because they want it. And, and it's very steamy, but her prose is beautiful. Like she is like a career writer So it's very beautifully written. It's Mexican American family centered in the middle of Kansas, which is where I currently am at. So it hit a lot of spots for me, but it's also about the like how America was built in the heartland and how much Mexican American communities built this country from the start so mexican-american families settled with the railroad throughout the states so there are these small tiny towns that are like majority mexican-american throughout these states you would never imagine like kansas but then at the heart of this like really extremely steamy romance with a hot professor and she's a bartender she's this kick-ass bartender so definitely put it on your radar read it um, so currently that's my favorite favorite romance right now that I just read this summer of all time it's Jane Eyre she's the OG uh, favorite book actually I have a tattoo from Jane oh, Eyre
0: anybody may blame me who likes yes
1: that's <laughs> from uh, per- uh from uh kind of a monologue from Jane Eyre she's okay. my favorite
0: <laughs> and you've always um read or did you get into it later or
1: yeah (laughs) so i have a funny story about that um i found out really early on so i lived in in mexico i lived with like my tias and my primos and like a lot of like families in one big home um and i found out early on that the girls were expected to do the chores and the boys not so much Mm -hmm. but i found out a loophole to the patriarchy if i had a book in my hands my mom or my would be like, oh, déjenla leer, let her read. Oh. She's, she's studying. She's doing homework. They never checked what I was reading. I could have been reading porn. They wouldn't <laughs> have cared. They would have been like, oh, no, she's reading. So I do think my mom, she protected fiercely my reading time. But that's how I found out if I had a book in my hands, I don't have to do chores. Oh. And my boy cousins would get pulled from the video games instead. So that's how my love of reading started. So I've always read since I was a little kid. to not do chores basically (laughs) that's funny so kids if you're listening uh if you're reading you won't be made to do chores
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I think that was it that's all the questions that I had
1: right
0: on I'm gonna link your your website and your Instagram is there anything else you would like us to link on the on our pages oh yeah,
1: on my website, if you go to the free books tab, there is a novella um, that is um, kind of a day of the dead spooky-ish vibes oh. uh, novella. Um, and it's it's a freebie for people who want to sign up for my Reader Club newsletter, and you can just sign up to get the novella and then unsubscribe. That's totally fine. But it's, it's a full, complete novella. Um, it's in the Medical Romance series, but, and it's a bit of a slow burn, but it is steamy and there is sex in it. Um, and it was just kind of a fun little short read. Um, so if you want to link to that, um, it's called Incision and
0: it's in the free books tab. Okay, I'll go ahead and put that down on the links below. So that was the interview with Ofelia Martinez. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And now I'm going to bring the book to the mic to the girls. Woo! There is going to be spoilers. So if you want to read the book and you don't like spoilers, I suggest to... Or read the book. It's a short book. And then come back and listen to the podcast. Okay, so the book is about the main character is a woman named Sofia. She owns a bar called La Oficina. Yeah, so she started that bar from the ground up like on her own. And she's always working. She never goes out. And she has a friends. They want her to go out to a concert. The concert, the name of the band is called Industrial November. And she doesn't want to go because she, she wants to work and she likes to work kind of
2: music do they play?
0: Rock. So she doesn't want to go, but she has a, a manager, a guy working for her, and he told her to go because he can handle it. So she decides to go with a friend, and she also has, like, backstage passes. So not only do they go to the concert, but she gets to meet them.
2: The whole band? So they kind of, yeah. like, a all oh, backstage, duh, and, like, a meet and greet and stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. They go, and she gets a text, and she's, like, it's about work, and she's not paying attention while everybody's, like, all fangirling like, about the band and going to them. And, and one of the band members notices how she's, like, sitting there, like, not paying attention and being like the other girls. So he sits next to her and, like, starts talking to her. And he's intrigued that he's she's she doesn't care for that, is not like the other girls.
2: So note to self, when we go see bands, <laughs> ignore them. <laughs> note to self.
3: I like that idea. I mean, they're people too, right? Like, why, why treat them? Any more special?
2: Yeah. Oh, that's true.
3: That's, that's all it is. They ain't gods. Some of them gotta tell them they're not.
2: I think the only, like, famous person I met that was in a rock band was Chester from Linkin Park. Were you fangirling? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I would... No, we were at Six Flags, and we were getting, uh, if anybody knows, Six Flags, right? There's one called Tatsu. And I noticed this guy get off the ride. I was like, dude, his. I was telling my cousins, like, oh, his tattoos look familiar. I was like, I think that's a guy from Lincoln Park. They're like, no, they're not, idiot. So I was like, all right, I bet you. So I'm like, Chester! And they're like, and he turns around and he's all waving at us. I was like, it is him. So when we got off the ride, we ran off. We're like, where did he go? And all the people that take the pictures were like, oh, Chester went that way. So we ran, we found him. So what's cool was that he took pictures with us, even though the tour guide's like, he's not taking pictures right now. Oh, that is cool. So I, I gave the book four stars. I think I gave it four because I didn't like the
0: guy, the main character, the guy. But I think that's the point, too. So you the think the
3: story revolves around, or she intentionally intentionally didn't want you to like him?
0: I listened to another um, interview that she did. She said that she doesn't think that she could be with a nice guy that she would, like, chew him up and spit him out because she she wouldn't be with that type of dude, which she's right.
2: Oh, I totally get her. That makes sense. I'd rather be with someone who's kind of a bit of an asshole. Yeah.
3: To balance you. Not check you. They need to balance sometimes, help you balance and see things in ways that you don't see them. Sometimes I feel like as Latinas, we naturally need someone to kind of, you know, help with that attitude we so instinctively (laughs)
2: Have I? Get, Am I wrong? I get, <laughs> no, I get you because when we got married, my brother did a little speech. He said he told us this, he was a brave man for marrying. <laughs> I wanted to tell the girls
0: about the drama, so this is all gonna be spoilers.
2: Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so oh, we should do like that. <gasps> Gasp in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? You <laughs> ever? Uh, what is it? Uh Maria de Barrio is the Soraya? <gasps> yeah. Yes yeah. In Spanish. Cries in Spanish. Evil laughs it's even less in Spanish when you watch oh, it. That's so crazy, crazy. That's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wow.
3: That's <laughs> stupid. That is really stupid. <laughs> I know. What the fuck makes it different? different different.
2: Exaggerated, because she's, maybe. It's exaggeration. <laughs> but dramatic? Okay. That's hilarious. I must start doing that.
0: Okay, the drama. Okay, so I wanna shorten it, but because I just wanna talk about the drama with okay. you guys. So he he really likes her. They go on a date. They he takes her out. Uh, he takes her out to a. It's not a hotel. It's like a luxurious like. Like a spa, or yeah.
2: resort. A resort. It's like a
0: resort. If right? it's mm-hmm. like a really luxurious. Like I want to say mansion or Airbnb. Like a ba- air, yeah. I'm not. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I read it, so I, I don't remember all the details. Okay, so he takes her out there. Oh, damn it! I forgot to mention. And one do part. they get
2: a Yeah. What part? <laughs> what, is, what part?
0: Okay, so so she's by. Okay. At one huh. point, at one point, like they stop talking, and then he goes to the bar to try to talk to her again. And he sees her trying to pick up a couple. Oh. So, yeah. she
3: has got some game to pick up a whole ass couple yeah.
0: by herself. Damn. So he asks her, like, what's up with that? Like, and that if she's into that, and then, like, if she's done it before, but she hasn't done it before. And then she said it just was something that she wanted to try. Okay. Okay. So later on, a friend comes to visit him. A really good friend of his. Woman or a man? A man. Oh, <laughs> shit. I know. I'm not giggling. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Is he by? No. Oh, okay. No. Him, they don't do anything. Oh, okay. The guys together. They just pretty much share her. And then, like, yeah. And they, she was
3: okay with that. Yeah. Wow. Mm.
0: Which is funny that he was okay with that. Yeah. Because... He, the purse his security guard, accidentally saw her topless, and he got really mad about it. Oh
3: shit! Yeah, see, but that's different
2: because he was okay with it, like because it was basically like, but there was, was
3: consent all the way around. Yeah, I think that's and that, that one was be,
2: more like her is, titties are out.
3: And, or how? How did the security guard? Because we don't know how. Well, he
0: he no, the accident. security guy guard, guard didn't do anything appropriate. He thought she was hot, but he was like, oh shit, um. Like, hmm. oh yeah but he was was just that he was mad about that and then before that he hired some two people to give her like a little makeover and to get her dolled up and he got mad that they gave her like a see-through kind of shirt because it was too revealing yeah that's what that's what i would say that's why i didn't like him he's really possessive okay like he he's really bossy to her or just in general and judgmental But to her or just in general? To her. In the beginning of the story, like, they went over to her bar, like, because a friend wanted to hang out with the band, and she's all like, oh, can we go to your bar and stuff? So they went to her bar. Like, she set it up for them to go, and not, like, no people didn't know that they were there. And he assumed that she was just, like, a waitress. What a bitch. Yeah. So he was, like, that, like, judgmental and, like, an asshole.
3: Okay. Is he not Latino?
0: No, he's German. Okay, yeah, it's
3: a German word. wow, to top it off that's that's another a culture that yeah, we don't I don't know too much about. I'd like to learn because you know, people like to just assume that the machista view is it's everywhere exactly, yeah. and it really it's irritating. it's just different. It's looked at differently in other cultures,
0: yeah, when he found out that she owned the bar, he was like, What? you own the bar?
2: What a dick. Like a woman can own a bar, the one to own a bar but only own a bra. <laughs>
0: yeah, so he, <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> it's gonna be called the Bra Bar.
0: <laughs> I did that to confuse you guys. <laughs> they <It> confused Maria. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. And then yeah, so they really like each other, and then they get in a in a big ol' fight. And then they break up. part that I'm really, like, itching to say... Oh, you haven't even... Are you itching? Okay. Oh. No, I'm itching. <laughs> okay, so... I'm not gonna say why they broke up. <laughs> Stop, Jen. <laughs>
2: it was her! She was cringing me! This <laughs> time it wasn't even me!
0: <laughs> okay, this is a big spoiler, but I'm not gonna say why they broke up, but they have broken up, and she finds out that she's pregnant.
1: <gasps> By which
0: one? Exactly. <gasps> And then she does it, she can't find him for like a whole year. So he doesn't know. She tries to, because he blocked her out completely because he liked her so much. Damn. That he like didn't want to remember her. And so she couldn't get a hold of him at all.
2: Damn.
0: Yeah. And what about the other guy? What about the friend? She couldn't get a hold of him either? She didn't go to him. And she didn't really know him like that. It was just like a random. Yeah. I guess that's true. That makes sense. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And when she finally does get a hold of him, it's like the baby's already old. And then she she admits to him, I don't know, 100 percent that you're the father. <gasps> was he pissed? He was upset. He wasn't. What was I mean, how... he kind of backed away from the baby a little bit. He, he wasn't. He didn't. Well, how is he supposed to? The... And if I don't get the details right, it's been a while. Sorry.
2: Like, but that. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I like, know that. I the- get it, but dude, you had a, you shared it with another guy. Yeah. Like, why are you gonna get a little like butthurt about it? Yeah. I'm and sure. then it's his fault too. He blocked her. She was all trying to get. A- Wait, then her dumbass should have made a whole another social media to find him. Mm That's. I forgot
0: what happened to the social media because. Oh, that feels cute though. She had been messaging him like on the Instagram to him like the whole time. Like about the, the baby. Yeah. He read it. Yeah. And he read it all? Yeah, she when told he, him about it. When he
2: finally unblocked her?
0: No, I don't think he blocked her. I forgot what happened, honestly. Uh,
2: but yeah, he somebody was in charge of
0: it. And uh, didn't. they purposely didn't show him.
2: Mm, I don't remember, but... But that's so cute. At least she kind of involved him in it. But he still missed out.
0: Yeah. Aww. So, the drama was really good. So good. what
3: happened... At, did she end up finding out who's the baby was? Yeah,
2: she did. We're not gonna find out. To um, read that's the book. all I wanted to know. <laughs> I'm not asking who it is. I was like I don't wanna go know. Jen. <laughs> I don't wanna know. Yeah,
0: and it's it's a short it's an easy read. It's short and the drama's really good. It sounds
2: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's that's pretty much how the most that I wanted to spoil, because that was that was really good. I really <laughs> wanna read it. So okay. if you guys wanna find out, go read Hiding in the Smoke.
2: Isn't Kinder, right? <clears throat> yeah. Is it a series? Uh
0: she has another one uh yeah that it's it's um one of the other band members and somebody else oops
3: oh yeah right here running from the blaze yeah that's the one after i'm just gonna buy it
0: the cover is really pretty it's beautiful for both of them
3: yeah they do it does look beautiful
0: so that's it for today thank you guys for listening go read hiding in the smoke by Ophelia martinez her links will be down below Don't forget to like and follow us on all our social media platforms.